All right, AP Human Geography, welcome to the review that deals with the older material on your final exam. So this is stuff from semester one. Uh, so it's going to be units one through four. Uh, now, I wasn't with you with this at this time, uh, but you know, everything's going to be similar to what we've been doing uh, from units four, uh, five, six, and seven in the second semester. Uh, it's, the tests are going to have to look similar and all that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, a lot of this stuff was pre-made uh, for me. So I was just, I just used what was already done and used. So uh, there's not going to be tricks there. Okay. So don't think there's going to be tricks that way. All right. For unit one, you've got uh, a couple things there. First off is the prime meridian. And uh, this is the mirror that passes through the, the Royal Observatory at Greenwich, England. Uh, it is zero degrees longitude, latitude, uh, and it is the numbering system to indicate the location of a parallel. Okay, so um, all that stuff is going to, to go into the prime meridian. Uh, scale, that's the relationship between the portion of Earth being studied and Earth as a whole, specifically the relationship between the size of an object on a map and the size of the actual feature on Earth's surface. So, you know, if you're looking at a small map, obviously the scale is going to be much smaller than in real life. Alrighty. Um, situation. The situation of a city relates to its surrounding features, both human-made and natural. The situation of the city includes characteristics that are external to the settlement. The site, that is the site of a city. The site of a city has features that are inherent to its locations. The site is the land that the city was built upon. All right. So don't get mixed up with situation and site. And then globalization of the world economy. Uh, makes the world more uniform and interdependent. And, you know, this, uh, you have two sides here. People, some people are like, oh, yes, we need to be as global as possible. Other people are, let's isolate. So, you know, I don't know which side you fall on. Uh, I feel like we are getting more and more and more globalized. We rely on other countries for a lot of stuff uh, as we, you know, it just is how it is. And I'm not going to say it for every unit in this review because I'm doing units one, two, and three, four. But, there are map questions in all, all, all the units. All righty. All right, unit two, uh, CBR minus CDR divided by 10. Uh, this is a formula. Now, you don't have to do the math, but you got to know what it measures. And just remember, this is the crude death rate and the crude birth rate. All right. Uh, and it's going to give us that rate of natural increase. So basically, you know, how many people are dying versus how many people are being born. And that's going to give us an idea of that uh, natural rate of increase. Um, and you can look up the numbers. I mean, you know, there's, a uh, there's, uh, there's some interesting data you could take a look at if you wanted to, you know, pre COVID years during the COVID uh, pandemic. And then after, uh, about some of this stuff going on with the birth versus death rates, uh, large population clusters. The main ones are going to be in Asia, uh, that, you know, there's huge popul populations there. So, of course, they're going to have uh, some of the larger population clusters, um, you know, in different places uh, there. Uh, TFR, that is the total fertility rate, and that's the number of kids that a woman will have during her childbearing years. And then infant mortality rate uh, measures how many babies per thousand births die before their first birthday. So it's not just, you know, it sounds like infant mortality rate of things will babies that were you know, dead uh, or died within a little while of being born and things like that, but it's up to a year. So the number, you keep that in mind, the numbers can be skewed a little bit uh, based on things that might happen uh, to, to babies, especially you know, back in the day. All right. Unit three, uh, ethnocentrism. 
that's the feeling that one's own ethnic group is superior. Uh, ethnic minorities are associated with homelands, uh, so within their larger countries. Um, so it's uh, something, unfortunately, that we deal with uh, in our world today. Vernacular, uh, that's just your everyday speaking. So uh, however you talk, you know, whatever, uh, if you're not always talking proper, uh, I know I don't, uh, that's the vernacular. Uh, all right. And lastly, unit four, uh, unitary states. So this is the, it's a type of government. All right. And it's where there is a strong central government that has everything flowing down into the smaller political subunits. So think of, and I know you're not in U.S. history, but you've had U.S. history probably within the last few years, and you've talked about England and the American colonies. All right. So you had England, you had the monarch over there, <clears throat> parliament. They dictated to the American colonies what's going to happen. All righty. So that's unitary. Now, America, once they break away, they'll flip it on their heads uh, and we'll go with a you know, confederation where now we, you have the states that are going to tell the central government what to do. All righty. So don't, I'm sorry, I, should, I, I teach Gov mostly. And so I get, get off on tangents there. Uh, exclave, that's a bounded territory that is a part of a particular state, but is separated from it by the territory of a different state. Okay. So basically it's a part, but it's separated. All righty. Uh, compromise capital. So these are places that became capitals because of some kind of deal. Uh, my favorite to talk about is DC. Uh, Washington, DC was a deal between the North and the South. All righty. Uh, that's the reason uh, it became the capital was because uh, of that. I'm telling you, this dog is a menace and I, I truly apologize. I, he, He's been by himself all day, and so now he's very needy. And uh, anyways, he's a menace. All right. So anyways, um, yeah, political unit, uh, state, nation, country, whatever you want to call it, uh, area with a defined border organized into a political unit and ruled by an established government. So uh, pretty basic there. And then finally, uh, just sanguinis, that is citizenship by blood. So the bottom line here is if your parents are a citizen of a country, and even if you're born somewhere else by chance, uh, by blood, you're a citizen of that country. Okay. Uh, all right. The FRQs, there's two of them. You have unit two and you have unit seven stuff. Uh, unit two, I'm not going to get into too much, but it deals with languages. So just be prepared uh, to be able to talk about uh, languages, write about them. And then unit seven uh, is a term that we've already talked about, uh, which is going to be uh, the, the Malacadora, which is the, uh, the plants on the Mexican border, uh, Mexican-American border, uh, where American companies take care, take advantage of the cheaper labor and the closeness uh, to get the products to their, their home sites. Uh, all right, guys, uh, if you have questions, email me. Um, we will sync next week. Uh, and I'm, I'm not going to go back over the review, but I'll answer questions, you know, about the review if you have them. So we might be on there for five minutes. We might be on there for 20 minutes. I, it just depends uh, on what you need if you're there. Um, but if you feel good and ready, you know, uh, or whenever you're told to take the test, uh, you know, that's all we're going to do is take a look at that. 
um, and be taking a look at the AP exam materials. So you're ready to take that thing, which is on Thursday, the 4th. Uh, we'll have a sync session on that Wednesday night, and that'll be our last last sync session. So we are close. Guys, I hope all is well, and you have a great week, weekend, and all that kind of good stuff, and I'll talk to you when I talk to you. All right, take care, guys. Bye-bye.